Hello, and welcome to the Tap Market Podcast. I'm your host, Troy Scarborough. I'm an entrepreneur who has started, acquired, and more importantly, is focused on growing companies. In this podcast, you'll hear from entrepreneurs about how they got their start, what their company is about, what has worked for them to get to this point, and how they plan to build their brands. Expect to find actionable tactics that you can use to grow your business and get motivated to get through the grind into a meaningful entrepreneurial outcome that will change your life. I'm thrilled to have you here. Be sure to follow us on YouTube and Instagram at Tap Market, and let me know if you've been listening to the podcast. I love connecting and hearing from you. All right, let's get to it. Hey, this is Troy here from Tapped Market. I'm hanging out with Ali from Unshakable Dads. Really good to have you here, Ali. Tell us about Unshakable Dads. I love this story. I'm a part of this Facebook group. Tell us about Unshakable Dads. And tell us about why you're here and what product you're working on today. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Absolute pleasure to share my story on your podcast. Thanks for having me. And yeah, man, it's been a wild story. So I'll, I'll circle back a little bit to give you a short version of the story, which is, so I lost my own dad when I was 11. And through all these years, I never wanted to become a dad myself. And it took a lot of work on myself, on my mindset, on my personality to overcome that and to also overcome the limiting beliefs, why I never wanted to become a dad. Because all I could relate to being a father was like losing my own father at the young age and having to suffer and going through everything that I went through. So eventually when I got to meet my wife, I told her, hey, look, you can ask for anything you want. I'll do it. I'll, I'll make it happen. But one thing is out of discussion, and this is being parents or becoming a father for me. And, you know, this is obviously a dream most women have to be a mom, to be a parent one day. I, I soon realized that I have to work on that somehow and make things change and then started working on myself and eventually became a father at the age of 48 which is a rare thing because, you know, usually you become a dad in your 20s. If not in your 20s, then in your 30s. And in my case, it was my late 40s. And then I said to myself, okay, um, you know, and I was, I've been an entrepreneur for decades, started different kinds of businesses, still to this day own a few businesses. And then I said to myself, okay, whatever I do from now on the next, 10, 20, 30 years, I want this also to be something meaningful, not just doing it for the sake of starting a new business. I also want this to make something meaningful that also meets my personality and who I am today, not who I was 20, 10, 15 years ago. And then I, I did some work and did some searching and then eventually found out that, hey, becoming a dad later in life is very, <laughs> very unique. And not everyone becomes a dad in their 40s, in their late 40s. So did some research to find out if I'm the only one who becomes a dad in his 40s and, and saw that there are 360,000 new dads every year, only in the US, that become new dads in their 40s. There are also a few thousands that become dads in their 50s and in their 60s for the first time. On top of that, you have many dads that have children in their 20s or 30s, but 
eventually become a dad again in their 40s or their 50s. So they pretty much have the same or similar needs to like someone who becomes a dad for the first time. So yeah, that's how everything started. And then I started doing some research and talking to other dads, see what their, I obviously know what our pain points are and what our needs are. Wanted also to find out if that's what's in common with other late dads. And then everything got started and Unshakable Dads was born. So the first thing we actually started with was a Facebook group. I went out and (laughs) started talking to other dads and I was like, hey, so I had a way of figuring out who is also in a similar age, becomes a father late in life and then started talking to them. And I was like, hey, I have this idea of starting a mission-based business brand that serves us, would you be interested in? And got very positive feedbacks. So obviously had a vision, but I had not figured out every single piece of it. And I was like, okay, let's just get started and we'll figure it out along the way. I like that. You started with the Facebook group just to talk to the audience, not with any preconceived product in mind. It was really just trying to connect with other dads like you. Before you started the Facebook group, before you started the products company under Unshakable Dads, was there an entrepreneurial history in your work prior to becoming a father at 48 that has always led you down this path? Oh, absolutely. Where did the itch to continue to become an entrepreneur like this really start for you? Oh, absolutely, man. It started long, long, long time ago. (laughs) When I started my professional career, I started at the very bottom, by the way. I started as a dishwasher. I was an immigrant, so I was born in Iran and then came to Switzerland as a kid, had to leave and come back a few years later. By all means, I don't have a straight line from starting something or, you know, like life going like that. So I have been through some roller coasters in my life, which today I'm really grateful for because it made me who I am. Looking back, I can connect the dots, obviously, and then see a reason why everything happened the way it happened. So I, at some point, I had three jobs, was working full time, had two side jobs, and I was hustling. I was hustling life, but in a good way. I was focused. I was, I wanted to make money and I wanted to be my, my own boss at the young age. So the first, <laughs> the first entrepreneurial endeavor was when I was flying in DJs actually back in the day from the United States, like these hip hop DJs who were famous because they were on tour with some big artists. I was flying them in from the US to Switzerland and then promoting them, you know, was, I was renting a place sometimes it was a nightclub sometimes it was a venue that was not used and then we would remodel and then do everything there so that's how everything got started and then from there i was very well connected eventually became a um, co-owner in a nightclub and then we opened another bar and then everything so one thing led to another and today i co-own a nightclub a bar a restaurant and a takeaway So then after that, I was an investor in a Swiss watch fashion brand. And then I opened two other restaurants, sold them. So yeah, man, I'm an experienced entrepreneur. And it also gave me the freedom to start something new without focusing 
right off the bat on getting it profitable. So obviously, as a business-driven entrepreneur, I always want to have a business that is cash flowing and profitable, but I could build it for a year or two before it becomes profitable. So um, to give you an answer, again, a very long answer to your question, it actually was very helpful when I got started on Unshakable Dads because I knew I have the resources to put into this to build it. Yeah, it, I mean, the common theme here is the audience focus, which can be, for some people, it can seem daunting, almost like an imposter syndrome. Like, hey, I don't, I'm not an expert in this space. How do I really go serve this community? And that, I've talked about this before. That's not the point. The point is being really more of an enthusiast about the space, you know, about whether it's becoming a dad in your 40s or later in life or whatever it may be. You're, enthusiastic about learning about other people and their problems in that space. Whether it's DJs coming from the US to Switzerland, you're probably excited about that community and serving that community and the people that want to go to those events and then investing in it even further. I can see how you're successful in starting Unshakable Dads because in a lot of ways, you're very natural in creating communities. And everybody really should be. You don't need to have this confidence in serving a community. You really need to have more authenticity in serving that community through enthusiasm than expertise. So I I totally get it. And that's definitely why you've been successful. And that's why the Facebook group has grown to, what is it? It's over like 700 people now today that fit that community. And I think, you know, just constantly growing. I'm in the group myself. I personally see it growing week over week. Tell us about how you engaged that community to figure out your first product here. And tell us about the first product and that and the story of how, how that got off the ground. Right. So, you know, one thing that when I got started, I was like, okay, I'm here in Switzerland. I eventually am moving to the U.S., which is happening pretty soon now. But it was last January. It was January 2022 when I got started with the Facebook group. And I was like, okay, you know, and then you have this, or I had, I still sometimes have this imposter syndrome. I was like, okay, English is not even my first, not even my second language. Am I going to be able to communicate? Am I going to, to be able to express my thoughts, ideas, and then everything I envisioned for this to the community? At some point I said to myself, hey, what really helped me is when I realized what I'm doing is not about me. Is about helping other people that are in need for what is not there yet. Okay. So when I realized this, and you know, you know yourself, when entrepreneurial journey is not easy, sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes you're like, oh, why am I doing this to myself and all these things? So whenever this comes up, I'm like, hey, it's not about you. You're onto something that people need, and that's obviously why you got started. So it's not about you. Whenever this comes up and I recall it, that it's not about me, then I just keep going. I just keep moving because then it's like, okay, it's not about me or my ego or my feelings or if I feel doing this today or not, if I feel getting on this podcast or not. No, it's about me serving other people. So when we started, I was like, okay, 
obviously, again, I know what I need and what the pain points are talking to other dad in this age group. Also, when you become a dad in your 40s, you want to make sure and you make sure that you are as healthy for as long as you can. Because when you become a father in your late 40s, you don't want to die when you're 60. You want to be there for your kids for as long as you can. And you just don't want to be there. You want to provide for them. Okay. And then everything starts with you. You need to make sure that you're in a good place. You have enough energy. You're motivated. You're focused to go and get what you, what you, what you need to have in your life. And also to be a role model for, I want to be a role model for my son. When I feel sometimes, oh, I don't feel hitting the gym today. I'm like, hey, dude, it's not about you. Do you want to be a role model for your son or not? Okay, so let's get off your ass and move. I like that. That's one of the things that gets me in the gym every single day. My daughter's a little bit older now. She's 15 and she just started high school. She's a freshman. And they added a a weightlifting program into into the high school. And she sees me go to the gym four times a week and lifting heavy weights, doing deadlifts, doing squats. And it's something that we totally connect on now. I mean, she wouldn't have gotten the push if she didn't see me going to the gym every day and just thinking that that's partly normal. And now she comes home and she's squatting 135 as like, she's probably not even 100 pounds soaking wet, right? And she's crushing it. And we have a lot of fun talking about it and connecting on it. And it makes a big difference. And I feel younger than I've ever felt. I'm 36. I had her when I was 20. And that changed my life when I had her. And I feel better today at 36 than I did in all of my 20s when I wasn't getting up and I wasn't working out and I wasn't motivated and I was working hard. And I think that's fantastic. That is really underplayed. And I can imagine you feeling that way at 48, having a kid and potentially having to start later in life at some of those things than, than even I had to. I give you all the kudos in the world, man. Thank you. A hundred percent. That's so true. And you know, also when you have a kid, you somehow want them to, as I said, you want to be not only be a role model for them, but also you want to guide them somehow through life. So what your kid is looking at is what you do, not what you tell them to do is they actually model you in what you do. So if you want your kid to live a healthy life, you got to do it yourself. And then they'll, they'll, they'll eventually follow your footsteps to get back to your question. And then, you know, obviously testosterone level drops after when men get in their thirties. So I knew that's something that a lot of people are, are struggling with. Energy and focus is another thing. At the same time, we understood that talking to other dads, we understood that caffeine is something they consume a lot of coffee through the day. And we said, okay, caffeine, obviously, if you have done some research, you know that caffeine affects your prostate for men in their 40s and 50s, which is not a good thing. So I wanted to create a formula There is no caffeine in it. There is no sugar in it. There is no soy in it, but still supports you with all the benefits that you usually get from caffeine and also boosts over time your testosterone levels. So that's actually how Morning Boost was born. And that was really through the Facebook group. That group was growing over time 
And you were just asking the audience, like as a dad later in life, what's the thing that you want the most, right? It was the energy to be able to keep up with the kids at this age because you just were awakened by the kid, right? And you're like, they move a lot. They are constantly active and I have to, I want to be as active as I can be with and for them and and show them the right life path. And so morning boost, I think I see it there behind you even. uh, That is correct. Yes, that is here. It's right. This just launched too, right? This is... This just launched on November 22nd, actually, yes. Okay, just in time for the holidays. So we're early on. How did you go about getting it in people's hands? Who got it first? Why did you choose them? What was the process of actually launching the product since it's been so new? I obviously have been talking about this for quite some time in our Facebook community. and But it was, to be honest, man, I felt bad when we launched because it was meant to be launched six months ago. But I didn't want to just launch for the sake of launching it. I wanted this product to be what I promised it is going to do for our community and for everyone else who who got it. So um, we got delayed. Some were due to our supplier and some to other factors. So obviously we, we started creating a list and building a early bird campaign that people could register on, subscribe to the list. And we were informing them on a regular basis about the journey and what's been happening behind the scenes. So those were actually the people who got access to the product. So when we launched, we launched to this audience. We after opened doors to the public. But when we launched, we actually launched exclusively to our community and the the list we had built. And so were you converting people... I'm assuming you were building an email list, but you were that is correct. building the email list off of the backs of really your Facebook group. Were you capturing emails when they came onto the Facebook group or were you just posting content that would then offer for them to come to a landing page and convert to the list for the launch of the new product? How did that technically work? Yeah, both actually. We had a campaign on Facebook groups. We created Facebook ads and then we were converting them from the ad to the landing page where we explained what we're building and what the ingredients are and when we are going to launch. But we then had to postpone the launch date. But we actually took them through the journey and explained step by step what we are building. That was one part. And the other part was obviously Facebook group and, uh, you know, whoever came and joined the community and got all the information there. And we were also sending them emails on a weekly basis. Did you really just focus on that one platform, Facebook itself, or did you expand and try to repurpose content on everything? What was your strategy there? We actually focused on this single platform because I didn't want to overwhelm myself. You know, I wanted to master this one platform if I can master it, but I wanted to focus on this. And then I said to myself, okay, so once we get traction on Facebook and once we have a proven system in place, then we can go and focus on other platforms. Yes. So we, we exclusively did everything on Facebook. And how much of the content is you personally talking to people versus 
like written content or repurposed content or the community creating content themselves? Would you say today? That's a great question. So obviously when everything got started, it was pretty much me. Me, myself, and I, everything was on my shoulders. And I still, to this day, enjoy doing it because it's also, to be honest, for selfish reasons. I get to learn a lot from other dads in the community. And this usually happens when I come up with something. I get the snowball rolling. I kick off some topic. And then people come, comment, the discussions get started. So when when everything got started, it was pretty much me. And then eventually, when, when we grew... Other people jumped in and they they started sharing stuff. And now I'm actually, because again, you know, it's not about me. And I always say it to myself and to our team that whenever I feel I'm not the right person to serve Unshakable Dads as a community, as a brand, as a business, I'm happy to remove myself. I'm happy to bring on a CEO. I'm happy to bring on other experts who are more beneficial to the community. Because as I said so many times in this podcast, it's not about me. It's about how can we serve with Unshakable Dads a group of people, group of dads that are underserved. Yeah. So how frequently would you say that you're in there communicating with people? What's the main process for you to grow that community right now? And how are you doing that? That's a very good question. So right now, we're actually discussing it with the team, how we're going to move forward from here because we have launched and we had so many things going on. So I usually send out once a week an email that goes to our list. And that content's just value content that serves that community. That's not necessarily like buy morning boost or or sales content. It's really just solely value-based content because you know that the community is exactly in your niche. That is correct. And also, to be honest with you, because I know what we have built, because I know that it's going to help them live a better life, we also sometimes talk about the product and how Morning Boost is going to help them. But it's not like every email you get is about another promo for Morning Boost. Not by all means, you know. We mostly discuss about how you can improve your life as a late dad, how how you can do things differently. And I'm even looking at right now, looking at other brands to partner with, other communities to partner with that are beneficial for, for our community. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's where Tapped Market was really born is the co-marketing community, right? Force and Herald serves the modern dad ourselves with our men's accessories products. So putting together a promo card or like a business card to put inside of our packages would be a fun activity for us to do from a co-marketing perspective because the people that we're reaching every single day are these modern dads themselves. And there's definitely a portion of that, of our community that would benefit from your Facebook group community and then your product as well. We're not in the supplement space, not looking to get into the supplement space and vice versa. Your community probably would be prime targets for us, for our men's accessories products. Our models look good, feel good to build confidence. And those guys all are great fits for our products as well. You can do email blasts introducing your products, which we're going to do on your behalf to our customers because we think the product's great. We're going to do social media posts 
in giveaways. And whether that's just an exchange working with other brands, um, just because you truly find those products valuable for your audience, which is the main reason for us to do it. But if an audience member listening to the podcast is thinking about it, you can exchange that value for affiliate links. Uh, you know, if you have a company that's aligned with a brand, but they're just getting started and you have a larger audience, there's no reason why you can't structure that relationship to have affiliate linking to offset the grander size of someone's email list if you do an email marketing campaign and vice versa. I mean, that's why we started Tap Market. I think co-marketing is the future for smaller brands to be able to work together and micro-target these warm audiences with products that people really believe in that are changing people's lives, especially within niches like this. A hundred percent. So I'm, I'm looking forward to doing some more work with you on that directly as well. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that. And I also believe when you're focused on giving value to your customers or your potential customers, then everything else is a great side effect of giving them value. You know, then they will go and tell their friends and family to come and check out your brand and your products. And that's the greatest thing you can do for other people. 100%. So Looking forward now, where are you going? What's the next step? I know you sell it on the Unshakable Dads website, which please give a selfish plug to that to that URL and to your Facebook group. Are you planning on selling on Amazon directly? How could people find you and support you? What's the best sort of next step for you here? So absolutely. Unshakabledads.com is our website and you can get Morning Boost over there. Also, you can subscribe to our list and get the updates about what's going on. To be honest, I see this business, I see this brand, I see this community way bigger than just selling physical products. I see this as a health and fitness brand for dads who are dads later in their life and want to be as healthy for as long as they can be, which means also creating or getting together for in-person events creating masterminds, creating communities that are here to support each other and help each other. And whatever it might be, it might be some business networking event. It might be some, I don't know, going to a retreat. So um, these are actually the plans we have and we are already working on it, but I don't want to um, give, give away all the secrets that uh, we're working on. When they are ready, we're having you back. Absolutely. I think the key thing for you and Unshakable Dads is that you have such an awesomely targeted niche. And that niche is, as you pointed out, still huge to serve and probably underserved, to be honest. And now it's about trying to continue to go back to the audience and see how you can help them. You know, it could be helping dads come up with activities on how they could engage their kids more, right? It could be a host of different things. That would be on my list personally, is I'm always looking for ways to get out and about with my kids, right? We hate sitting in front of the TV. We hate sitting inside and just wasting time or mindlessly being next to each other. I consciously myself, when I'm in the car with the kids, try to come up with questions that I can always be asking them, right? That's like, you can ride in the car with your kid to go drop them off at soccer practice and you can completely waste that time mindlessly li just listening to music or just finding the five minutes of, of peace and quiet in the ride. Or 
you can take that time to try to connect with your kids and not necessarily catch them off guard, but catch them with their guard down to be able to open up about things about maybe even the, how you're going to soccer practice and what you want to focus on that day and continuously trying to engage them and finding those little activities. I know I'm always looking for more ways to connect with my kids. I'd love to personally see stuff and ideas like that. Cause when you're a busy dad, who's working hard, running companies or working a, a really high end job, because a, a lot of us are when we're later in life, we're, we have typically have very important positions. You don't necessarily always have the bandwidth to really put a lot of thought and energy into, you know, what are these tactics I can do to engage my kids? So that's what I'm putting my chip on in the Unshakable Dads Facebook group is I'd love to see something that we can do to engage with our kids more and more activities, especially activities that we can get out of the house and, and do more stuff with them. So I'm hopeful on that. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it might even be, hey, I need support. I'm not as a dad and as the one who has all the responsibility for the family. I sometimes need a so need support myself. I'm not in a good place. And then it has happened, actually. And then someone posted, hey, guys, I'm not in a good place. I need support. And then other dads came and offered their support. Someone again was asking, hey, I'm about to lose my job and these are my skills. Is there someone who might have an idea? Others came and, and supported and they were like, hey, you have marketing skills. I know other people who are in need, desperately in need for your services. So let's connect, you know? I mean, hey, this is all a business businessman and an entrepreneur can dream about. Yeah. At least in my, in my case, giving value to other people and then everything... Everything else happens as a great side effect. I love that. I'm going to be getting my hands on some morning boost as well. I'm going to put together a video for everybody, a little more detail about what's in it, how it works, why you should take it. So everybody keep an eye out for that on our YouTube channel, our social media channels at Tap Market. Definitely go to the Facebook group, the Unshakable Dads Facebook group. If you're a dad out there looking for a community of, of other dads, this is one that's small and niched and well run. It's not overrun with the masses of dads. It seems to be a really strong group of active people, not just a bunch of passive people in this group. So jump in there. Ali's running this directly. So you, you might even put a little message in there. Hey, I found you on Tab Market. <laughs> I hope to have you back here on the product launch number two. I appreciate you coming on, but I appreciate the work that you're doing for dads, dads like me. This is going to be going places. So I appreciate it. UnshakableDads.com. Give us a couple of plugs here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. And so, by the way, our Facebook group is Dads Becoming Unshakable. Our website is UnshakableDads.com. It was my pleasure being here. And thanks for helping me um, bringing the Unshakable Dads whoever deserves it on this planet Earth. Thank you. Thank you. Hi there. If you found this podcast helpful, I would appreciate it if you took a minute to leave a review. This increases the reach to more entrepreneurs and other people interested in the products, brands, entrepreneurial stories, and their successes. So we can create even more positive small business outcomes. Take a screenshot, tag me in your social stories to friends, this means the world to me to know this podcast has influenced your day and life in a positive way and that we get to be a part of your own journey. With gratitude, 
from me. Until next time, go make it a great day.